0: This is Oscar Bevis for IFL TV. Izzy, my man, good to see you. Happy New Year um, as we move into 2024. Mate, we've got a lot to to talk about. Um, First off, how's things?
1: Yes, all good. Happy New Year to you, all the viewers, everybody out there. You know, it's going to be a massive year for us. Hope everybody gets all the goals, reaches all the goals, has a good year and go fucking smash it. That's more
0: like it. Um, A little bit of a description of where we are today. We're in King's Cross St Pancras, which is... Of course we're real businessmen do their business um, We've got a nice little setting And a little shout out to the Bar searches That we're in as well We've given us a nice little spot here
1: Yeah, great credit to them weren't no problem here You know, there know no GBMs going on everywhere So they're like, yeah, come in straight away Now listen, we're in the capital I've been seeing it for a few years now I'm kind of sick of hearing it myself We need to spread ourselves You know, we're not just a Sheffield-based promotion And listen, big things happening for 2024 And we're here in the capital The smoke They say when it all happens We've got to see it, yeah
0: Yeah, mate, can't wait for you boys to come and take over London for for a show. Um, obviously we're going to talk about 2024, but we've got to cover 2023 and I guess perhaps 2022 as well, because by the time your first show rolls around, um, it would have been just coming up to two years of GBM Sports. I know you believe in yourself, but there is no way even you could have imagined it would have gone as well as it's gone for for the last two years.
1: Listen, I'm absolutely shitting myself with that train coming. (laughs) I'm not listening to what you said. It's all right. There's no trains behind is there. head.
0: Run over by the Eurostar, now, isn't you it?
1: You like me enough if a train's coming behind me? Let me know. Let you know me. sure? Yeah. What was the quiz question again?
0: The last two years, just the way they've gone, how smoothly it's run. Um, I bet even you, like I said, you believe in yourself. But I bet even you thought you couldn't have gone like this. Yeah,
1: really, I was blagging the life out of it for two years. Did I think I would get this far? I did in one sense, but other sense, i was trying it a lot. But listen, we're in a great place. We've done unbelievable progression. I don't believe anybody's progressed as much as us in announcement. Typically, yeah, while we're going through this in the last two years, I don't think anybody's progressed like we have developed. Worked on the brand, getting a team, you know, building a group of fighters. I think has been unbelievable. But a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. And they said we go again. It's time to show levels now. We've got a massive, massive plan for 2024. Uh, just to kind of put it in perception, uh, perspective to what's going to happen. We're going to do more shows this year than we have in the last two years. So it's going to be full-on action all year long
0: yeah bring it on um just a question in terms of the last show you've done in 2023 opening the new park community arena in Sheffield um and then looking back to the first show in 2022 where I know Janaid made his debut yeah. when you look at that show and the last one of 2023 talk to me about the differences between the two because obviously like you said you've grown a lot in that time
1: it's madness so our first ever show obviously we're absolutely oblivious to what's going to happen never put anything on never even put a birthday party on like we were just talking about it today coming up here on the train and saying how much have we grown we've got 11, 12 members of full time staff at the moment we've got over 24, 25 members of staff on fight night you know on that first show we had three people running everything I remember I didn't get a chance to sit down or like trying to sort the tickets out trying to sort this out finance was even harder then so but I think they're the kind of experiences that build you to what you are today day them struggles and them shows where we had no staff we had the pressure we had no finance it kind of builds you for this and this is why we know we're made of something this is why getting here it's not been a fluke you know we've done this by merit we've worked our bollocks off worked hard took risks and we are here now and I believe we're in a very strong position and people will see why there's so much hype about us and why we're gonna reach the level if we do
0: so just picking this back up with Izzy um Yeah, so we will talk about 2024 and we will talk a bit about 2023. But just in terms of yourself and the personal journey to get to where you are, um, I believe the first and only Pakistani boxing promoter in in the UK. Um, Just kind of your, I guess, your personal journey, even to where it began with GBM, um, been a bit of a ride.
1: Yeah, been one heck of a ride. You know, people only see the stuff, you know, on the screens and cameras. They don't know the struggle, the pressures you know, the obstacles and hurdles, not just for me, any boxing promoter, it's a tough, tough old business, it's a cutthroat business, but listen, we persevered, we worked hard and we pushed, we pushed barriers, we pushed, pushed the ball out every time, we, I believe we pro- improved on every single show and yeah, uh, you said about being British Pakistani, yeah, I'm very proud of me, like, kind of cultural background and my, father come, my grandfather come here in the mid-70s to work in a steel factory in Sheffield and, you know, Obviously, my dad was born here. I was born up in Sheffield. Very proud of my roots. I've been in Sheffield and obviously from a Pakistani background. But listen, Izzy Asif would have been a great promoter any colour. I could be brown, pink, orange, purple or blue. I'd be a good boxing promoter. And that's what defines me. You know, it's not my ethnicity. that doesn't define me being a good boxing promoter. Izzy Asif being me, the man I am, defines it. So, listen, I could have been purple, green, orange, blue, whatever you want to get me. I would have been a good boxing promoter. And that's why I kind of believe, you know, I don't want to, Listen, we're not being arrogant about it. We are freaking good. We've proved it in two years, and the next few years, you're really going to show levels. We're we're going to we're going to really roll the dice out, and it's for me, it's all or nothing, Oscar.
0: It's kind of an off the beaten track question. So, if you look at yourself, Frank Warren, Eddie Hearn, Calasal and Benchelum, all promoters who know how to promote, know the game, and have different qualities, but there must be like one star thing that you all have to have. Like, can you pinpoint what that one thing that a boxing promoter has to have is?
1: He so said there's one thing I've got definitely different to them and I'm not saying that makes me a better promoter. I've actually been in the ring, been you know, been a professional boxing promoter. And how many I'm have done interviews next to the Eurostar? <laughs> eh? Can you get that on camera? Yeah, can you get that Eurostar on camera? This is your first Oscar Bevis. Look, they want they want pictures already. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I'm messing so, 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 You said it was the, that's the, your kind of different quality That separates you But in terms of Is there one quality that all boxing promoters have you think? Because I know it's not a job that you know, Your man on the street can just walk in and,
1: and succeed so You've got to have a certain, certain level of showmanship You've got to have a certain level of Kind of knack of delegating stuff And putting good shows on You know, boxing promotion have different elements to it You've got to have a business mindset about you and all. You've got to have a knack of knowing which fighters Are going to get to the top You know, like Frank Warren does so well He really knows how to manoeuvre fighters uh, Eddie, Eddie puts great shows on, you know, Ben's got that young vision where he's really drive, driven it and for a young man, he's got a, one of the biggest TV contract in the country. Uh, yeah, I, I believe all them elements and segments, but you've got to have all of them to be the best and, and I believe I do carry a lot of them. You know, I'm, I'm learning on the job, I'm learning all the time, but I don't feel like I'm too far off being recognized as a top boxing promoter out there. Some people might be thinking Is he, he's getting carried away. I'm not getting carried away whatsoever. I sincerely believe that I'm, I'm, going to be, I'm going to be one of the best boxing promoters in this country and, and that's the way we're going at it. And I said it a few times, it might all be a dream, but we'll give it a good, yeah. good time try.
0: Mate, I believe in you. I believe in you. Um, thank, you thank you, my friend. Um, so, yeah, just kind of looking back, thank you, just looking back on, on... 2023 um i guess i'm gonna do some like gbm awards yeah. thank you very much i guess I it should be, i guess like, you feel like it should be me pouring your nah, drinks. No,
1: so. you, no no ego no ego here from yorkshire united you know how we go down there okay.
0: uh right so i'm gonna conduct the official gbm awards for the year Um just a couple off the top of my head i feel like the first question kind of answers itself for the people who know um but what was your gbm cheers fo- Happy days! Cheers. Um, <laughs> Only water for now. Um, GBM for you, for you. GBM 2023. What was your GBM fight of the year?
1: Rees Small Hamid Gaz war tear up that. That was one of the British fights of the year. That, that was unbelievable. That that was our first title for me. That will always hold a very importance in my promotional career because it's the first ever title we put on. You know, it was a proper local dust up Yorkshire, but your Battle of Yorkshire were named. They were toe to toe for 10 rounds, and you know, I, I believe it could have been there uh, the best fighter of the year. Uh, that would have that would definitely the tear up, and Reese obviously went on to put a really good performance in Gary Culley, which I thought he won. Uh, so yeah, just that, that would it, Mould, Hamid Gaz. Yeah.
0: Who is your prospect of the year? See,
1: so we've got a few undefeated fighters at the moment who's working alongside us, you know. We've got Naman Hussein who's undefeated, who stopped three of his four of his five opponents. Along them lines, and then we've got obviously Ali who's undefeated nine and and0 There's a lot of prospects coming up. We've just got Owen Dernan on our next show. You know, there's quite a few of them out there. But I think Naman's edging the way at the moment because of his amateur background. He, you know, national titles, got a massive fan base, and I believe he's gonna he's gonna cause some noise in a, in a, in the featherweight division or super bantam. records he can make. I'm not sure at the moment, but yeah, he's one of them. But listen. Twenty Twenty Four is about building, building a fight, fight, building a f- group of fighters that we believe are going to go to the top. But it was hard to do in the first two years. You know, there's a lot of finance involved. You know, you've got to make sure you can give them the right kind of work we only put a few shows on last year which is not enough this is why we're going to do probably seven or eight shows this year at least so we can give the work out there get the guys on the show get them active make sure they're, they're regular fighting so this year's going to be a real surge of signing top talented guys and and then the key thing is they're not going to be just Sheffield based we really are going to spread it all over the country and sign the top prospect that we believe are going to go right to the top.
0: What was your show of the year? I
1: enjoyed I enjoyed the last show at the basketball arena. Is it because of the special moment of being
0: the first ones to, to kind of stamp your authority and, and do something in that in that arena?
1: Yeah, one one obviously really historic. But uh, I don't know if I mentioned it to you before in any of previous interviews. We had real struggles. We only got the license for the venue like four days before. We only got internet installed two days before. It was so much going against us. We got top of the bill pulled out on the morning of fight night. Uh, Reese Small and Martin McDonough. So. Everything went against us. You know, the real pressure's on. The venues were not sure about boxing because, obviously, it's a basketball arena and there's the there, stigma sometimes basketball shows and fans hold, which I think sometimes not fair. But, so we proved them wrong. They were, they were an absolute priceless night in the sense where no trouble whatsoever. Everything went really well. Cracking night, everybody enjoyed it. That's the kind of show we we'll always stand out as something that we achieved against all the odds. So, last one, for that, but, yeah... Unbelievable year, last two years we've had, but we're not looking, we're not like kind of celebrating that. For us, it's about going forward now and see what we can deliver in the next couple of years.
0: Who was your best supported fighter of 2023? A fighter who was in the ring, who you just looked around and went, Yeah, this this fighter's got the backing, got the support, got the got the, the, the vocal fans, the noise. Who was your best yeah. su- supported fighter of, of 2023?
1: Two kids. It's going to be Adam Naptali, who made his uh, uh, professional boxing debut and he sold a lot. Former professional basketball player, or it's Naman Hussein who's continuously sold big numbers. We, every show, so it's not just sometimes you see kids who make the debut to sell a few, you know, a few good tickets and the, the sports dies down, but his hasn't. And that I think goes because he's had a couple of knockouts and, uh, you know, it's, it's the entertainment business, even though they're your fans, they want to come and watch people entertain. And because he's got the few knockouts, he's kept the fan base and he sells all the time and uh, he's probably our biggest ticket seller and hence uh, what, you know, Listen, this game, ticket sales are a massive thing, especially when you are not got a TV contract. You know, the bums on the seats, the numbers have got to stack up, and it it does help. It makes it easier for me as a promoter when I'm matching him. So, yeah, Namarno the man is saying is one who, who always consistently sells well.
0: He's doing well in the, uh, the awards so far. Will he get knockout of the year? Who's got GBM knockout of the year?
1: GBM knockout of the year? i tell you it was. The start I really liked, Sheldon MacDonald. He got the stoppage. I can't remember what round it was. Uh, he got a stoppage. really impressive, you know, against a game opponent. Come out, put his shots together, and took him out. Took him out nicely. I think that was the best stoppage I enjoyed uh, of the of the year. So we we'll go. Like, can't keep giving him to the man, could we? So <laughs> Sheldon MacDonald for the knockout of the year for GBM Sports. You can't have him
0: look like teacher's pet, can you? Um, yeah, and then I guess one that's more geared towards 2024. Um, be it a prospect. Be it. A fighter is more experienced. Who is one that we perhaps might not know too much about that we should look forward to in twenty twenty four? Someone whose fight dates you should mark down on your calendar.
1: Listen, there's a kid called Owen Dernan. He, he he boxed in the ABA finals, went to watch him, I signed him when he boxed Ibrahim Spider in the ABA nationals. Uh, unfortunately we had issues with medical. He actually suffered and got cancer. He got diagnosed with cancer, yeah. He absolutely devastated. Uh, He's overcome that. He's overcome his medical issues with licensing and whatnot. And he's, making his, he's having his second fight on February 9th at GBM Sports. Listen, the kid could be a future superstar. He's got a great story. You know, he got bullied at school. They actually call him the boxing geek. And he's making his GBM debut. So he's somebody I really always thought he could go all the way. First time I watched him spar, I said he's a future world champion. So listen, it's easy looking good in sparring. We understand that. But he's one to watch out for. But this next show we've got is packed talent. Yeah. And you know, any one of them could really go all the way. But it's, they've got to want it, they've got to push it, and you know, they've got to they've got to do the numbers and all in the sense of they've got to beat the right fights at the right time. So yeah, yeah. plenty to look forward to.
0: Yeah. Hey, brilliant. What a story that is. And I um, can't wait to sit down and have a, a little chat with him for for IFL. Um, I guess we can call this moment of the year, but I don't need you to tell me. I know you spoke about it a lot, but the talk sport deal must be your kind of outside of the ring moment of the year um yeah you spoke about it a lot but it must mean a lot to sit there and just know that you've you've got such good support and um yeah. we all know the talk sport lads anyway and they're wicked yeah. they're wicked people
1: crazy isn't it working class lad from sheffield secured the biggest sporting platform probably in the world is it the world is it the country because i've been saying the world all this time it sounds a bit better don't it <laughs> now listen to massive what a platform talks sport is and for them to kind of identify us you know, a kid when nobody heard of two years ago. They could have gone to any promotional outfit. Nobody said no to Talk Sports, have them as exclusive streaming partners. It was a massive thing. It, it was a kind of a reassurance for us if we're doing the right thing because sometimes, yeah, I might come on camera and I'll give it all a large one and tell you I'm the best and all this, but really deep down you think, am I really doing this? But things like that kind of reassure it for you. And, and that Talk Sports deal was massive. And, and, and we're going to grow with them. And, and, and I'm, them, them kind of backing us as really for us financially and all because we've got some really good sponsored on board we've got financially stronger than we've ever been before so yeah this is going to be a massive massive year for us and we're going to really like I said roll the dice out and take it to that level level of two up
0: yeah. just a final one what boxing YouTube channel have supported you best this
1: year? IFL TV yeah. nothing to t- talk about listen <laughs> you're, just, you're, you're best in the business for a reason and you've seen that look I, I'm not you're always, you're always there when. because look it's all good in a couple of years Oscar when I've got a TV contract and all the YouTube channels coming to me then but I never forget the ones who kind of supported me when I'm trying to build my name trying to push my name and brand out there and you guys have been there whether it's in Arizona whether it's Saudi Arabia wherever I've been in the world yeah, which I've done quite a lot of bit travelling this year in boxing world you've been there IFL TV so big up to you big up to Coogan and the boys Andrew and you know always, always there backing me and listen when I'm the top promoter in the country you always get number one spot my man my man um, just on a personal note I want to talk about some of that actually
0: going to Saudi Arabia going to Arizona for Sonny's unification with Bam um, just on a personal level mixing in kind of them boxing circles and I guess just kind of spreading the GBM word but also enjoying it just sitting there and getting to watch fights that you don't have to stress about yeah, yeah, yeah. you just get to enjoy um, so on a personal level a good year as well
1: yeah really good year travelled all over I've got a lot of comments on social media everywhere you go we see you Izzy and yeah some of the, some of the matchroom boys were saying Everywhere you go, Izzy, we see it shows. But listen, I'm in the business to learn and develop and enjoy as well because, yeah, it's work to a certain degree, but I enjoy going to the boxing. I enjoy watching Suni Edwards, who's a friend of mine, and watching Aide Boston, whether he's going to, you know, watch Shabazz Masood, uh, Hamza Shiraz. All these guys, they're they mates of mine. They're friends, I consider friends in the game. So it's a, it's a job that, listen, it's living the dream, in it, really, because I'm enjoying what I do. I'm, uh, so-called job is like almost... Uh, a dream of mine where I always want to be involved in sport at a certain, certain level. And you know, I say after being a professional boxer, what better than being a boxing promoter? And you know, there's a lot of people can box, but they can't promote. A lot of promoters can't box. I can do them both, Oscar Bevis.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait for your Misfits debut
1: eagerly in, uh, in, in 2024. You know, nah, I'm, I listen, I still spar with some of the lads, and you know. I'm, I'm done with that game. i have seen I'm, your sparring footage. we put a little bit of you and Pat on her. A... I can still have a little bit of a dance, but listen, let the, let the fighters, young kids do the fighting. I'm happy talking to you, trying to put a show on together and make future world champions. But listen, I always, I think once you're a fighter, it never leaves your blood. I've always got that fight element in me. always love sparring and always got that in me. But I'm, I'm really content being a boxing promoter, even though it's crazy to say it's a real cutthroat, horrible business at times. But listen, I enjoy the, all the hustle of it. I enjoy being around good people and positive vibes. And yeah, listen. We're in a good place and we're in a, we're in a place where we're really going to cause cause some noise this year. Yeah.
0: And for 2024, obviously, we've got the date and location of your first show. Um, I guess this is where you do the promote a bit and you give me uh, an us that, that little sales pitch as to why this is going to be uh, a cracking opener for, for GBM.
1: Yeah, listen, you know, normally you've got to come on here and sell a show and you give it the large one. This show's a proper card. I don't need to really sell it much. We've got Thomas Asamba defending his Europe defending his European management title against Ellie Conkey, mandatory challenger. Listen, they're both ex-Olympians, so, you know, what a, what a top of the bill that is. We've got Stevie Levy versus Ebony Jones for the first ever English title in history in this country. That Oscar, stuff like that, I, I can't, you can't put price on. To be the promoter that puts on Stevie Levy and Ebony Jones for the first ever English title, nobody can ever take that away from me. That's history. That's more than actually the money sometimes. You know, the money's nice, but when you make history and legacy like that, it's, it's worth all the job and then we've got Shaquille Thompson on uh, on the card we've got Sheldon McDonald versus Perry Alfred all cruiserweight Sheffield title we've got Frackali on a really hard fight against Kevin Trana, and this is the way forward now they're signed by me managed by me promoted by me they've got to be in proper fights they've got to make some noise and they've got to cheers lads take care they've got to they've got to be you know entertaining because listen we're in the entertainment business they've got a great platform with us and yeah it's our best show by a, a country mile you know it's Real levels, you know, we're getting comments like, oh, this should have been on TV, this could have been on TV, but listen, we carry on focusing on what we've got, keep developing, progressing and listen, let's see where this year takes us. Yeah.
0: Well, we know one place where it will be and that is Talk Sport. so if you're not there, tune in and um, listen and watch them. what's going to be a wicked opener for you boys. Um, yeah, one more thing, so we've seen did
1: pictures... We, did, we, did we remind them about the date? Because I've, I've got to get that plug in. February the 9th. If you're not there with a ticket, unfortunately, because it's going to be a sellout. talk sport boxing, it's going to be a live show, it's going to be the best show we've ever done, it's going to be one of the best shows of the year, so there's a, he's a, he's a couple of decent shows before that, but listen, it's going to be real action, and there might be a little, I took this away, Oscar, this year, there might be a little prize bonus for every knockout of the show. I've said that on camera now, so I'm going to stick to it, aren't yeah. You know, I? Every knockout, people are going to come swinging. Oscar, I said, you yeah, You know you know, in Yorkshire, we don't have contracts. We just check hands and yeah. we're doing that, yeah? So, listen, every knockout of the show gets a bit of a financial yeah. bonus. Listen, I took it away this year because we did it on the first year. I'm going to bring it back in and that next show, let's see some knockouts. Let's see some action. Let's entertain. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put the money in my mouth, please, and I'll make sure every knockout of the night gets a financial reward.
0: Yeah. Well, that is a reason, if there wasn't any anyway, for, for fans to tune in. Um, just one more thing. So, I spoke about on a personal level, so you going around and going to shows and whatnot. Um, we've seen... What the Saudis are doing and His Excellency Turkey. We see pictures of him with Frank and Eddie, which, mate, at the start of the year, you would have said they were AI generated. I can't believe we've even seen, um, kind of the events of the last couple of months. Um, when's your Middle Eastern involvement? Because I know you've got a lot of friends out there. Obviously, you've been out there. Um, we're going to see you in Turkey shaking hands very soon.
1: Yeah, they've got to bring a big sack of money, <laughs> a massive sack of money. Put it in my ball, shut ball. Let me drive to Sheffield, and yeah, I'll, then we'll do that. with will we'll talk. Now, nah, listen. It's great what's happening. It's great for sport. It's funny what money can do in it, Oscar. It's great what a large amount of money can do. Listen, it's good for the sport whether money's involved, which obviously it is. Money, you know, it's great for the sport. The big fights will happen. Fight. My only danger with that is. I don't, listen, I love I love the British good old British fight night and the atmosphere we get here. I hope we don't lose that, which I'm hoping we don't for the bigger fights. But listen, it's great for the sport. It's great that Eddie and Frank are working together. It's great that Turk's got the vision of you know of a, of a boxing fan. Uh, and I think it's only good for the sport to fight. And the most important thing is the fighters get paid handsomely, which is I'm all for because listen, they risk their life every time they step through them rings. You know, being a former fighter, I understand every element, every single risk to take. I understand it and appreciate it more than anybody. So, fair play to you boys, go out there and get your money. But when GBM... We'll, we'll do something in the Middle East, you know? I don't know what kind of magnitude we'll be on, but we'll end up doing something there. Once I've got that sack, Oscar, we're flying straight out to Saudi, all right? <laughs> Is he my man. Pleasure. Thank you. Oh. I'm fine.